Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark movies from our two different points of views, mine being the hopeless romantic. And mine being the cynical cinephile. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Hamilton. And today we are talking about the second movie in the Fall Harvest series, Mm -hmm. Raise a Glass to Love. Uh, Yes, we are. And... It, it made me want to raise a glass to love. It made yeah. me This movie made me very thirsty the entire time. <laughs> it made me thirsty also in more ways than one. <laughs> um, uh, wow. But we had our... <laughs> <laughs> I love you. But we will talk about Marcelo. Well, let's go ahead and jump right into it then. Stephanie, what did you think about this film? We'll use our tried and true rating system. Is this a Hallmark movie that you would want to watch again? Is this one that you'd want to have on the background while you're dusting or making food or dancing? Or is this one you would never, ever want to see again? That is what my days entail. That was a quick peek into my days. (laughs) Dusting, cooking, and dancing. It's busy days. Busy days. I would 100% watch this movie again. Okay. Wow. I, that's that's some big big praise from you. <laughs> I loved this movie, and we will talk about why I loved it. But yes, it was I I was excited about it. Right. I thought the previews just from the previews, I was like, I think this is going to be really good, and it did not disappoint. So, how about yourself? Would you watch it again? Mm-hmm. Would you want it maybe on in the background, or would you not choose to watch this movie again? Uh, no, I, I would 100% as well watch this one again. This one was extremely good. Um, it hit all the notes. I really don't have too much, too many criticisms for it, honestly. It did everything very well, even on a technical standpoint. I mean, I saw the previews, and I usually can judge a movie from the previews about how things are lit, you know, how much budget they have, basically, if they have a good lighter. Uh, not only was it lit well, but the DP had some beautiful shots. Some really breathtaking shots there. So very excited for this, to talk about this. And highly, highly, highly recommend this movie. This one, um, it's special. It's a special one. It's one that I would definitely watch again. Yes, it was very special. And, you know, I'm very glad that we are on the same page with this one. Because it is it is frustrating for me when I love a movie so much and then you don't. But I'm sure it makes for a better episode Um, (laughs) but it hurts my heart it hurts your heart when we aren't on the same page let's start with a plot summary next uh for raise a glass to love yep jenna's dream is to be a master sommelier oh you got it (laughs) that word i've been practicing I knew this word was going to trip me up, and I'm sure I will get it wrong later on in this episode. Well, that's why they, ab- they abbreviate to Psalm in the movie, because it oh, is a hard word to say. That's true. Master then, Psalm. Then that's what I'm going to do. But I killed it on my first try, <laughs> so that's what matters. But when she fails the test, she returns home for her parents' 40th wedding anniversary and to regroup. During her time there, she meets her parents' new winemaker, Marcelo, who helps her see wine with fresh eyes they encourage each other to dream big and in the process fall in love yeah that's beautiful made me want to watch again right now thank you 
Yeah, this movie was very dreamy to me. I love wine. I love a nice glass of wine. Mm -hmm. Uh, We both do. So the premise of this, just right off the bat, I was... I was very excited. It made me want to be a winemaker. I know. I honestly did not realize that the master psalms could actually just taste a glass of wine and know exactly what wine it was. Like yeah. I could understand, or and I've seen them, you know, the notes and the the hints of all of the ingredients. Hints of what? Of all of the ingredients. Of some juniper bark and. Yeah. Oh. Wood. A wood? Hints of wood? Notes hints, of wood. Hints of a wood. <laughs> of a forest. In, oh. Yeah. Like they could, you know, actually know the year. That was amazing yeah. to me. Uh, very fascinating. Well, there's only 100. In the movie they talk about it, there's only like 124 master psalms. Only like 24 or something were, were female apparently. So it's it pretty, you know, it's a fascinating thing. It's, it's something to really strive for. So. Yeah, I feel like... It might be a little late in the game for me to you can do it. start training. You got this. <laughs> I mean, I definitely wouldn't mind the taste testing. Uh, they don't. They don't drink it. Well, they do. They do. They, they do the taste. I test. thought they spit it into like a, a spit bucket. When you taste well, wine, I Jenna think... did not spit any of that wine out unless they cut that out. Yeah, because I'm I'm really curious about this. If anyone listening is a master psalm, <laughs> if any of the 124 master psalms out there are listening. Do you spit it into like a bucket after you taste it? I thought that's what you're supposed to do, but maybe I'm I'm wrong. Well, we need to find out. That is interesting. Well, it definitely was not shown in the movie. If that is what they do, I yeah. guess that would have been a little, a little, a little too much, a little unpleasant for <laughs> for the viewers to to see Jenna spitting out the wine. Well, let's talk about Jenna. Let's talk about our two main leads. Who let's talk about wonderful. Them. Both are wonderful. You lead the way on our leads. So Jenna is played by Laura Osmus, mm-hmm. and we know her from One Royal Holiday. Uh, that was the first movie we had ever seen her in, and that movie was so much fun. That was the the one where they're at the end. The end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that one's great. Yeah. I love that one. I know. Oh, so man. that was our first time seeing her, and I loved her in that yeah. movie. Yeah, awesome movie. And I loved her even more in this movie. Uh, I thought she played this character perfectly. She is beautiful, charming. Gosh, her wardrobe. We'll talk about that. Um, Yeah, I think she was just an absolute delight in this movie. And our male lead, Marcelo, is played by Juan Pablo de Passi. And I apologize to Juan Pablo if I mispronounce that. I'm awful with names. But... uh... You crushed it, Juan Pablo. Absolutely crushed it. Uh, I believe this is his first Hallmark. I don't want to get that that incorrect. And I am 100% on the Juan Pablo train right now. Just hated him. Just <laughs> He was just the worst. Not attractive at all. Not a great actor. I just, yeah. Um, Juan Pablo is, this was his first Hallmark movie. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he was in Fuller House, which... We watched, a, we watched a few episodes. We watched a few episodes, but I don't think we, we got to no, him. No, we didn't. Maybe, yeah. And if we did, it was a very long time ago. So I did not remember him. And I would say that he, this character rivals my my one true Hallmark love, Jacques. Really? Wow. 
Wow, that is... I'm not saying that he surpasses Jacques. But he gets close. But he does get yeah. close. His character... Maybe maybe I like accents. I don't know <laughs> if that's where I'm going with this. But, you know, he's a winemaker. Yes. He has curly hair. Yep. He breaks in wild horses. Because of course he does. Of course he does. I am a fan. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah, I'm a fan of both of them together, too. Oh my gosh. I mean, we, we talk a lot about chemistry, obviously, on this on this podcast. And the chemistry was was through the roof here. Off the charts. I mean, there was a scene that we'll talk about where they're hugging where it it floored me. Like jaw dropped. I was like, it was better than a kiss. Like it was more intimate, more passionate than a kiss. And it's just it's like that throughout the whole film where these these two characters are just so dynamic, so wonderful. Yeah, just great job on casting, great job acting, great scripts. I mean, it's it's a near flawless Hallmark movie, in my opinion. I totally agree. Their chemistry, I feel like I was smiling from the minute they meet to the end of the movie. Like every yeah. scene they were in, I just couldn't help. Like my heart just kept growing inside. Oh, like for sure. I just, I felt the chemistry, the attraction, the underlying passion like this movie was so it just it just gave you like all of the warm fuzzy feelings it gave you what hallmark is supposed to give you yes throughout throughout the film uh let's let's talk about the meet cute you, you mentioned how they meet we we criticize a lot of meet cutes on this i feel like i criticize a lot of meet cutes because they're usually kind of lackluster lately they've been a little lackluster for me if you're ever wondering how to properly do a meet cute watch this film this is done <laughs> It was great. It, it had all the little things of a meet cute, you know, the the flirtiness, the the cuteness of it, uh, the little bit of humor. It was very well done. Yes, and it reminded me of, and this is why I kind of I would like I was likening this movie, although it's nothing at all like her pen pal, but I was likening it to that just because of of my love for this movie, mm. and I found that the meet cute kind of reminded me of the meet cute in her pen pal you know where he's like pretending to be someone he's not well he's not really pretending he's just not he, you know he's just withholding right. some information so she's just a, like marcello a marcello is withholding information too yeah that's what i'm talking about so uh it kind of reminded me of the meet cute in her pen pal and i just i love that yeah. i love you know she's like trying to and this to me Dare I say, I think I even preferred this meet cute to that one because she's trying to quote unquote teach him something that he's already an expert in. Mm. And the look on his face when she like tells him what to do and it's just, it was the the cutest thing uh, because he's like, okay. (laughs) Uh, And when she like, doesn't think she tells him to like close his eyes and, but he's like, he's like keeping one open, like watching her. Oh my gosh. It was. It was adorable. Well, it was. And also because he was, like you said, he was watching her. He was already enthralled with her and her passion for wine. So he recognizes that right away. Uh, And so sparks are already flying. And I thought that was great. There's an instance where he finds out that she has a boyfriend and just the look he has on his face, just like so upset about it. Um, And there's a lot of that. There's a lot of unspoken looks. There's a lot of unspoken looks. Um, little subtle things that these characters do. And if you listen to the podcast, you know we're huge fans of the subtleties that characters bring in, the little details they do. You know, 
I'm a huge fan of the looks. Yep. Of the scenes where nothing is said. Just just like, straight looks. You just, but to me, that's that goes to show how amazing they are at portraying these characters and uh because you they don't even have to say anything. Just like the looks that they give each other say so much. Well, it's, it's a sign of, a, of a great actors, first of all, and also a great director. You know, it, it takes a really solid director to uh, sort of set those scenes up, trust the actors to really carry it through and provide that sort of support for them to get these scenes off the ground. Yes. Yeah, so shout out to the director, David Weaver. Yeah, he d- David did an amazing job. I would love to see more from him like this. Just really great all around, and especially on the technical side. I mean, let's let's just talk technical for a minute. Lighting, beautiful throughout the whole piece. There was never anything that was overlit, underlit, just just great balance throughout. There's this wonderful uh, shot where Marcelo sets up this wine tasting for Jenna, and it's in the field, you know, it's in the vineyards, and uh, it is gorgeous. It is, it is so, so beautiful. It's, you know, I feel like this this movie was shot mostly at the golden hour, you know, sort of that late afternoon where you get this beautiful light, and Marcelo is standing there. He's backlit. He has this wonderful orange rim around him. Just beautiful. You don't you don't necessarily see these types of shots in Hallmark films, where very artsy in in a way. Like just really had me gasping with delight. And there's another there's another shot with uh, with Jenna where she's standing on the balcony. Uh, and again, it's like deep afternoon, and she's staring out at the distance of the mountains. And she's just off center on the third of the screen, and just I, I can't tell you how appreciative I am of a, of a strong director and a strong DP really pushing these kinds of shots because to me, it elevates the film. Absolutely. So very big shout out to the director of photography, Sean Seifert. Just great work. Great work. Please, more of this. Speaking of lighting uh, and amazing scenes, I don't know if you remember this one. I mean, how could you not? But I feel like it was one of my favorite shots there at in the the apple orchard Mm -hmm. and oh yeah they show them like on each end yes exactly yep and the sun is like coming through the middle like that i was i was like blown away oh yeah i just was like oh my god this is stunning yeah talk about leading lines i mean they have this this space right you want a lot of depth in, in a lot of these shots and there's depth in this field so the center of the orchard is directly center screen they're both on the thirds of the of the camera again. Like, um, I just, please watch this film. <laughs> I mean, again, I'm almost speechless talking about it, but, but it just blew me away because again, we don't see this a lot. And when we do see it, it gets me so excited because I love, you know, the technicality of filmmaking. And when a director and when a DP does these little things that I can appreciate, that makes the shot, you know, elevated, makes the shot strong, makes the shot cinematic, Mm-hmm. It's it's chef kiss. Yeah, this movie I could see this movie in a theater. Like yeah. this movie was like just tremendous quality. Except for, and I'm I'm gonna talk about this now. The the boyfriend, the boyfriend storyline, was the only weak point of this film, and, I, and I'll tell you why. So my problem with with the boyfriend, not you know I don't have a problem with the actor. I thought the actor played him so well that I absolutely hated this character. This character, and you're supposed to hate him, right? I mean, that's the idea. I don't think we needed a boyfriend in this film. I really, really don't. I know he was there, you know, to create sort of the conflict, the tension in the film. You know, he's he's the villain. 
I, I really don't think it was necessary for something. I think you let the the characters romance their chemistry carry you through. I don't I don't think you need that that plot point. Yeah, my issue, and I feel like Hallmark does this a lot, uh, and I I don't think it's just us. I think a lot of the fans feel this way. Is that it's just in real life. So a lot of times we watch these movies and we're all into it and we're rooting for the two main leads, but in real life it's like when you're thinking about it it's like well she has a boyfriend oh yeah so they're always having this significant other the boyfriend when they're like emotionally cheating oh, for 100 sometimes actually physically like kissing the other person physically cheating and it's like we don't we don't need that in this instance i i almost wish that she would have broken up with him way sooner so i didn't necessarily mind that he was there but I didn't like that she stayed with him yeah. through the entire movie. As she's developing feelings for Marcelo, I just, I, that, so that is the one thing that I didn't like, that I thought for sure she would have broken up with him like way sooner. And I'm just like, Jenna, you need to love yourself. Yeah, no, for real <laughs> like, though. Because the fact, like a, a, after everything, you know, she still stays with him was very hard to watch i think oh yeah at the end of the film when she goes back and works for him and and like it just didn't make sense for her character at that point in time i, I felt like she had gone on this journey she she was supposed to have grown but she still fell back into her old way and so i just i didn't like that um i didn't like that plot point i didn't like that aspect of the film and you know you said it before hallmark used to do this all the time they've pulled back a lot from it there's hardly ever a boyfriend and if there was a boyfriend there's time has gone by basically for the person to you know go out and mingle i guess well so, we did just have roadhouse romance tyler's character I know, that's had what a that's girlfriend what, well that's what i'm saying like these two films very unusual they've gotten really good about this because i think there has been a lot of complaints from people about this because it, it feels weird watching it you know what i mean especially if the boyfriend is nice I mean, we've had some where the boyfriend's like, oh, man, this guy's awesome. Yeah, we're like, why are you leaving yeah. this person? <laughs> no, but in this instance, the boyfriend is definitely the villain. Yeah. So much so that you are constantly wondering, why is Jenna with him? Yeah. And even when he shows her who he is, like maybe this has never happened before, but even still... To, to be in a relationship with someone that like doesn't believe in you, I mean, that's just... That's the worst. That's Absolute the worst. worst. Yeah. yeah. So what was your favorite scene here? Talk to me about what scene really spoke to you, the one that was like, this is it. This movie is for me. Well, it would have to be when Marcelo cooks for her. Okay. Uh, that scene, man, he cooks her this authentic Argentinian meal. He's you know, perspiring, but like in an attractive way. <laughs> He's just got like the beads of sweat from, you know, cooking on a hot stove. Dripping into the food, yeah. Um, I don't I don't think that was happening. But he he has her uh not only does he cook her this amazing meal, he has her taste some wine from his own family's vineyard. Which is no longer which was taken away from him, basically. Yeah. Th I mean, this scene was what they write 
romance novels about and what when i talk about the chemistry with them like this was just like leading up to it and you can tell jenna is enamored and she is like enjoying mm. the attention she realizes what a special thing he's doing for her and yeah the the love and the looks in that that scene just it, it got me yeah no it really did when he you know, shares his bottle and tells her where it came from. And, you know, we already know this backstory of his family's vineyard being taken away from them. You know, we realize the same time that she does what a big move this is. Like, he doesn't do this every day, obviously. This is one of the last bottles of his family's vineyard. And so the fact that he's sharing this with her was, like, I, I floored. It floored me. Um, so it's emotional, and it's just, it's just great to see this. Like, like you said, this is what we watch these movies for scenes like this, these great big romantic scenes, which, you know, don't have to be grandiose, right? Like it's not like it's some ball or anything. This is a nice intimate setting, two people having a meal and it is absolutely lovely. Yeah. And so much so that even though, cause sometimes when we were talking about earlier about having the boyfriend, sometimes when you're watching this movie, it's, it's a little uncomfortable cause you're like, Oh, like she's falling in love with someone else, but I know she's got someone back home. Like, I forgot about the yeah. boyfriend. Yeah, it was just it was like, us yeah. in the room with him. Yeah. Like that's all it was. We were there. Like it was. It's crazy. It was done so beautifully. And one of my favorite things we do talk about the details, and I thought they were amazing uh, with details in this movie. There's there's like a certain scene where you're starting, you're sort of realizing Jenna is kind of, she's getting, she's gathering feelings for Marcelo. Like she's feeling a little nervous. Mm. And there is this particular scene where she starts, she's like doing these little hair tucks with like her hair behind her ear, like in kind of like a nervous way. And I just thought that was a great, uh, a great detail, great touch uh, for her character to do that because it just, it shows you the the progression that she's starting to like be like, oh, you know. Like, oh yeah, we're, we're on the journey with her. We're watching this happen. And that's why it's so heartbreaking when she goes back to the boyfriend at the end, when she works for him and just, it just doesn't make sense for what she's been through, what she's learned. And even at the end, when, when she hugs Marcelo, like we talked about the hug scene, you don't, you don't go back to your boyfriend after that. Like that was probably one of the most intimate, uh, remarkable hugs I've seen in a Hallmark movie. Yeah. I felt everything in that embrace. <laughs> and yeah, if you hug someone like that, you shouldn't be with your boyfriend. No. Like, if you're hugging someone and we're feeling what's coming across from it, you need to go home and dump your boyfriend. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, you, you definitely do. Um, but yeah, that hug, that was heartbreaking. And like you mentioned, like, to me, it was it was better than a kiss in that moment. Like it, you just felt, you felt everything. Well, even, you know, we, we've talked a lot about Jenna and, and Marcelo, obviously, because, you know, they're our main leads, but the parents of Jenna's, I thought did a, a fantastic job too. And there's a lot of tender moments with, with Jenna and her mom and Jenna with her dad. You know, Jenna and her mom have this conversation where Jenna kind of snaps at her mom about telling everyone she's a master of Psalm when she's not yet. And her mom's like, I'm just so proud of you, honey. And like, a lot of nice little moments like that that just give the film a little bit extra weight to it. So it's not just solely about this relationship with Marcelo and Jenna. It's also about Jenna and her parents. And that's what was so surprising to me was when Jenna's dad calls her boyfriend to come to the, the party. 
You know, her boyfriend's already said, hey, I'm not coming. And Jenna's dad reaches out to him and be like, no, you need to come. Like, it was a little strange for me. Because he knows what's going on with Marcelo. He's, everyone can see it. Well, well, he also knows his daughter has been in this relationship with this man. And I'm sure they have gotten to know him. We don't really get the feeling that he's a good guy. Right. So I'm, you know, trying to give it the benefit of the doubt that she's been with him for a while. And obviously her parents have met him. And so... I think he's like trying to do Jenna a favor because they have that talk and he sees how heartbroken she is. So in his, you know, Papa Bear mind, he's thinking like, I don't want my daughter hurting anymore. She, you know, she was upset that he couldn't come to the party. So the dad, he probably called him and was like, hey, you need to be here for my daughter. Right. So, yes. But to me this dad has been very keen and wise throughout the whole film. He sees a lot. He sees what's going on. Um, I think there's even a look between him and the, the wife at one point uh, when Marcelo's around. So he knows what's going on, and he knows that her boyfriend is really not the best guy. And so it was just a little out of character for me to have the dad call the boyfriend back. But we need it for the conflict there. Or he did it because he's wise, and he knew that when he showed up, he would see the the chemistry mm-hmm. between Jenna and Marcelo and maybe would just bow out. So maybe that's what he was hoping. No, no, it's definitely not. And the reason why I know that the dad knows what's going on is because even Jenna's friend, uh, who's not around Jenna that much in the film, she sees what's going on between her and Marcelo. She actually backs away to give them time together, which means to me she, she knows that her, Jenna's boyfriend's completely wrong for her right from the start. Yeah, she was great. I and I really uh, enjoyed their friendship, mm-hmm. and it felt uh, realistic. Oh, very much so. So going into a little technical, <laughs> I feel like one of these days we're just gonna switch roles. Like you were getting real into that meat cute, and I'm about to get into. Some it was technical. done really well. I gotta gotta give props. You gotta give props, and I have to give props to wardrobe. Yeah. Because I feel like this movie, we always talk about if it feels authentic, if this is what the character would actually be wearing. Mm-hmm. And oh my God. Everything Jenna wore was amazing. <laughs> Fit her so well. The colors, the colors in this film. I mean, just. It was just a joy to watch this movie. It really just, was. The colors were brilliant. The And, I mean, Marcelo. He wore a lot of, like, linens. Mm-hmm. Barely buttoned linens. Barely, yeah, a little. Chest yeah. flying free. <laughs> Chest flying free. And I was not complaining. I mean, I'm going to start doing it. I was like, I-, I like what he's doing there. I like how he's rocking that. Even, like, the touch of Jenna wearing her glasses. Oh, like, yeah, the glasses? Studying. Yep. You know we love glasses here. <laughs> and... <laughs> Outstanding job by wardrobe. Shout out to costume design by Gerilyn Detienne. Amazing job. Yep. Bravo. Another another scene that I really enjoyed, just because the the emotion there was the dance at the uh, I guess it was the parents' anniversary party. This was a big party, and Marcelo and Jenna dance, and just it was so beautiful. And a lot of times these moments are ruined because a boyfriend shows up. And even in my notes, I'm like, the boyfriend is about to show up and ruin this great dance. And he doesn't. He actually doesn't. And it's actually her who backs away because she realizes what's going on. 
Um, but it was just, it was lovely. It was just a great, great scene there. So dreamy. They had the twinkly lights oh, twinkly around lights them. All of the feels. Like, I just, I feel like this movie more than made up for last week. And mm-hmm. it just, it, it was everything and more, honestly. So, oh, yeah. I mean, even when Jenna's studying, even a simple shot is Jenna studying. You know, she has her glasses on. She's doing her computer. Behind her are these lavender plants, and they do like a low depth of field, so they're just blurry and just have these purple colors behind her. It, it's like even just a simple shot like that, they're like, okay, how do we amp this up? How can we make this scene beautiful? And, you know, I've mentioned this website before, you know, every scene a painting. It really seemed like every scene or well, a lot of scenes here were a painting, and you don't see that in these rom-coms. You really don't. And just, I could talk forever about how they set up these shots, but I won't. But just know that I see it and I love it. We love it. So the conflict, so the conflict was weird because I felt like there was some like conflict in the beginning of the Mm -hmm. movie and then it was squashed. And then like when Marcelo was like, I don't care about titles or winning. And he's like, I don't need attention. Yeah. I love, I love that line. Yeah. Because that's so him. Like, I just believed this character so much. He is a real person to me. No, because it, it was written well. So well. So big props to writing. Maura Rorman and Emily Schmidt. They wrote the teleplay and the story. and Absolutely wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. wonderful. Yeah. And the... The thing is, I thought that was going to be the big conflict. The wine, was, entering was the wine. That yeah. she entered his, you know, home, their, like, new wine into the thing. She did it, and it happened, and then it was fine. Yeah. Uh, oh, real quick, just for that. The fact that he doesn't win. I know. That competition, brilliant. But then the judge comes up, and she's like, you know, the creativity behind this. Like, I felt that, you know, like, it seemed it seemed realistic, like, that he doesn't win this thing. He's, but he's still acknowledged for his talent. Yeah, so so really the conflict, I guess, is like after the two weeks is... So I know you don't like the boyfriend, but I felt like it was a different way to do it. I did not enjoy that she was with him even right. after they do like the fast forward and it's like two weeks and she's still with him. I yeah. thought for sure she would be like, nope. Because he basically is just like forced to give her the position at his restaurant yeah. because he has no one else. And first, he's not a master of song. I don't care what his, he says he's a master of song. There's no way this man is a master of song. Like, just no way. And another thing that I, I didn't like was when she is breaking up with him, finally, mm-hmm. she's like apologizing to him Yeah. in the breakup. Like, I'm like, there is so much more wrong with your relationship than like she's talking about oh we have different dreams like she's being so nice and apologizing like i'm sorry you know that we're i did like you don't need to apologize to this guy he is the worst yeah she should have taken those bottles (laughs) and just throw them on the ground wine everywhere like just awful or at least dropped dropped a glass on his head you know just like poured some wine on his shirt spilled some wine on his shirt that would have been give us something jenna (laughs) give us something so I didn't love that breakup. I love that she was breaking up with him, but I wish she would have had a little bit more... Drama. A little bit... Not drama, but more like like telling him... Putting him in his place right. is what I wish she would have done. Because he learns nothing. He got off way too easy. He learns nothing in this nothing. film. Yeah. Because sometimes the villain will learn something. 
No, not this time. No, this uh, this Aiden character did not have any sort of redeeming arc no. at all. And so, so it was interesting because we assume that she's already taken the test at this point. We're like, oh, she must be the master psalm. No, she hasn't taken the test. And I'm excited because I'm glad we get to like, you know, see. I'm like, oh, the movie's not over. There's, there's more. See, I actually, I, I disagree with that. I was actually a little, little not disappointed i was just like oh really we're gonna do this again because we see her literally take the test in the first the first part of this movie um so i was like i don't want to watch her do this again but strangely enough i was i was into it like she's there she has some you know bravado this time around and you know it, it still kept my attention i was surprised by that and so much so that when she tastes that last wine and she misses it on the first time around she nails it on this time and she starts choking up a little bit and she says, Argentina, I, I was a mess. I was a hot mess. There was tears in my wine glass. Just, I, I don't know what it was about the way she said Argentina, but I just, I lost it. Well, because she's holding back tears when she says it. I'm like, why am I emotional about wine right now? <laughs> that scene like Laura Osnes killed that scene. Yeah. That was so good. The break in her voice, the the tears welling up in her eyes, oh, like when goodness. she delivers that line. Like I'm tearing up just thinking about it right yeah. now. I was not expecting for this movie to make me so emotional. We got it though. We were there. I was getting emotional in like that I was having all of these feelings and loving the chemistry and all. Did not think I was going to well up with tears yeah. at the end. So they definitely threw me for one with that, but it was a beautiful scene and, you know, she aces the test. Yeah. Master Samile, I can't even say it. Master Sam, Samile. Somalia. Somalia. There you go. Master You're Somalia. the one that helped me with how to I know, say but it. I've been thinking about it for so long, I can't <laughs> I even do it. You can't say it fast five times. No, you cannot. We're not even going to try. Try it right now. <laughs> and who else is standing outside with flowers by my dad mm -hmm. it's a weird scene because he's like let's leave let's get out of here and so they cut to a scene of them running outside and it's well, just little... because they had to have it in a more i guess it was i know a better I, I i know why they did it it's just very very strange sort of kick off there so sometimes in the movies they do something at the end that i even as the hopeless romantic that i am i don't always buy it the l word yeah. yes he drops the L-bomb. Oh, he does. But if anyone could make me believe it, <laughs> it is Marcelo. And he like whispers her name, like the way he whispers her name. <laughs> I was so choked up. And then he tells her that he loves her. And I believed every word of it because let me tell you, when we talk about, we've talked about in other movies about love at first sight. And I'm not always like a believer in that mm. in these movies because I don't feel it. But you felt it. Oh, yeah. In this movie. It goes all the way back. That's all why the, the way back to the meet cute. That's why the meet cute is so important. So important. Because it has to be the foundation for the end scene kiss. You're absolutely, that, that's what it is. It yeah. has to be. Yeah. And I immediately was, when he says that he loves her, I'm like, do I believe this? Absolutely, because yeah. it, it you immediately run back to the meet cute and feel like he fell in love with her from the moment he saw her. Yeah, but still, it's still a little. It wasn't weird for me. It was a little weird. I mean, I was fine with it. Usually, I'm not fine at all. It was still a little a touch odd for me. 
I absolutely bought it. I did not need to hear about the refund policy. I was I was here for it. Okay. And then we have the kiss. The kiss. Now, there's been all of this like underlying passion and feelings like they couldn't act on anything because she had a boyfriend the whole entire movie. But this kiss was passionate. Yeah. It was I it was the perfect kiss for them. I just I I just I thought it was perfecto. <laughs> did did it give you the frisons? Well, I pretty much had the frisons throughout the entire movie. So So just total frisons. Just total total frisson movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I want to go rewatch it right now. Yeah, I mean talking about it with you now, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind watching it again. I this I think this is going to be in our rotation, honestly. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh I feel like I've said absolutely a lot this episode, so but another just little tidbit that made this movie even more perfect, they mentioned Taylor Swift. I mean, just randomly, I mean. Well, and again, it's weird because after talking with, with Sarah Montana about how, you know, you're really not supposed to date it by throwing in pop culture references. These are two movies that have done that. So, yeah. Hallmark, they're changing things up. I guess so. I'm okay with so. it. So that was Raise a Glass to Love, which we will be doing again because we love this movie with our glasses raised. How, how do you like that? Is <laughs> I that do. good? Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. We, this movie, yeah, will definitely be yeah. uh, another favorite of ours. Yeah. Hallmark classic for us. Classic. And this weekend, we have another one that I've been looking forward to. So I'm a little nervous because... Taking the Reins with Nikki Deloche was my like number one movie I was excited about. And Nikki's awesome. Harvest. Huge fan of Nikki. I don't think I've ever not liked a movie that she's been in. But then we saw this movie and... It's going to be a hard follow-up. It is a hard follow, but so we'll, we'll see. I'm still very excited for it. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm a little nervous from a technical standpoint. I have not liked the lighting that I've seen in this film. I'm a little, I'm a little shaky. We'll see. Ooh. We'll see. So we'll be back next week for that review, but we hope you enjoyed this one. We hope mm-hmm. you enjoyed this movie. And if you didn't, let us know why. Tell us why, and we'll tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> we will. <laughs> so thanks again for listening, as always. And uh, make sure that you are following us, subscribed on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you give us a rating and review. We always say it, but it really does help us out. Yep. And we will see you all next week. Thank you so much. Yes, thanks.